A reading from the letter of St. Paul to the Romans. None of us lives to himself, and none of us dies to himself. If we live, we live to the Lord, and if we die, we die to the Lord. So then, whether we live or whether we die, we are the Lord's. 
For to this end Christ died and lived again, that he might be Lord both of the dead and of the living. Why do you pass judgment on your brother? Or you, why do you despise your brother? For we shall all stand before the judgment seat of God. For it is written, As I live, says the Lord, every knee shall bow to me, and every tongue shall give praise to God. So each of us shall give account of himself to God. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. I am sure I shall see the Lord's goodness in the land of the living. I am sure I shall see the Lord's goodness in the land of the living. The Lord is my light and my help. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the stronghold of my life, before whom shall I shrink? I am sure I shall see the Lord's goodness in the land of the living. There is one thing I ask of the Lord, for this I long. To live in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to savor the sweetness of the Lord, to behold his temple. I am sure I shall see the Lord's goodness in the land of the I am sure I shall see the Lord's goodness in the land of the living. Hope in him, hold firm and take heart. Hope in the Lord. I am sure I shall see the Lord's goodness in the land of the living.
The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Glory to you, Lord. The tax collectors and sinners were all drawing near to hear Jesus. And the Pharisees and the scribes murmured, saying, This man receives sinners and eats with them. So he told them this parable. What man of you, having a hundred sheep, if he has lost one of them, does not leave the ninety-nine in the wilderness and go after the one which he is lost until he finds it? And when he has found it, he lays it on his shoulders, rejoicing. And when he comes home, he calls together his friends and his neighbors, saying to them, Rejoice with me, for I have found my sheep that was lost. Just so I tell you, there will be more joy in heaven over one sinner who repents than over ninety-nine righteous persons who need no repentance. Or what woman having ten, ten silver coins, if she loses one coin, does not light a lamp and sweep the house and seek diligently until she finds it? And when she has found it, she calls together her friends and neighbors, saying, Rejoice with me, for I have found the coin that I had lost. Just so I tell you, there is joy in the, before the angels of heaven over one sinner who repents. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Saint Charles Borromeo may be said to have incarnated the spirit and ideals of the Counter-Reformation. Sprung from a noble Lombard family, he was born in Arona in 1538 and as a second son was early destined for a career in the church, to which fortunately his youthful piety inclined him. But this was no ordinary vocation. His heart must have sunk when he heard that his uncle had been elected Pope as Pius IV, knowing full well that society would expect it to be his duty to the family, if not to the church, even his birthright, that although scarcely a teenager, he would be expected to accept a cardinal's hat and swift preferment as a papal legate <coughs> or, or ambassador, not, not to mention the vast archbishopric of Milan, the jewel in the crown of the Italian hierarchy, and on top of that, the post of papal secretary of state, effectively ruler of the papal states, all of which happened before his 25th birthday. The Council of Trent had ended and the machinery of papal government was in unrelenting overdrive in its efforts to define and enforce the acts of the Council before, uh, uh, as at long last, 
Saint Charles obtained permission to occupy his diocese and begin what he saw as his prime duty, a, a widespread visitation and an effective reform of the many abuses of the age, many of which had themselves been triggers of the <coughs> Protestant Reformation. Fast forward to 1960, leadership became the watchword again. In so many ways we have ourselves been destined to exercise our ministry in almost identical circumstances uh, with uh, most recently a new emphasis on leadership informed by a new so-called synodal form of government which looks to have caught the imagination of the latest generation of movers and shakers within the church as we know it. There is a saying, cometh the hour, cometh the man. Many of us thought that St. John Paul II was that man. Others, including myself, have pinned their hopes on Pope Francis that he is perhaps that man. Well, God moves in a mysterious way his wonders to perform. So let us pray that God will indeed perform such wonders. Because, to steal a phrase from COP26, the clock is ticking. So let us pray now for the needs of the church. We pray that those in Christian communities will mark the persecution at the present time. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Make those families which have suffered hardship, illness, or bereavement as a result of the pandemic. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. We pray for the delegates attending the and the outcome of the negotiations they achieved last year's office. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. You know all things, you know what is good for us. Grant our petitions and so far as they call the glory of your will. We ask this in Christ's name.
pray, brethren, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. May the Lord accept the sacrifice of your hands for the praise and glory of his name, for our good and good and good church. Look, O Lord, upon the offering placed on your altar in commemoration of St. Charles, and grant by the power of this sacrifice that as you made him an attentive pastor, outstanding in the merits of his virtues, so you may make us abound in good fruit by our works, through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere, to give you thanks, Lord, Holy Father, Almighty and Eternal God, through Christ our Lord. For as on this festival of St. Charles you bid your church rejoice, so too you strengthen her by the example of his holy life, teach her by his words of preaching, and keep her safe in answer to his prayers. And so, with the company of angels and saints, we sing the hymn of your praise, as without end we acclaim. Indeed, holy, O Lord, and all you have created rightly gives you praise. For through your Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, by the power and working of the Holy Spirit, you give life to all things and make them holy. And you never cease to gather a people to yourself, so that from the rising of the sun to its setting, a pure sacrifice may be offered to your name. Therefore, O Lord, we humbly implore you by the Son of Spirit, graciously make holy these gifts we have brought to you for consecration, that they may become the body and blood of your Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, at whose command we celebrate these mysteries. For on the night he was betrayed, he himself took bread and giving thanks, he said the blessing broke the bread and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. 
In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice and giving you thanks, he said the blessing and gave the chalice to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The mystery of Therefore, O Lord, as we celebrate the memorial of the saving passion of your Son, his wondrous resurrection and ascension into heaven, and as we look forward to his second coming, we offer you in thanksgiving this holy and living sacrifice. Look, we pray, upon the oblation of your church, and recognizing the sacrificial victim by whose death you were to reconcile us to yourself, Grant that we, who are nourished by the body and blood of your Son, and filled with his Holy Spirit, may become one body, one spirit in Christ. May he make of us an eternal offering to you, so that we may obtain an inheritance with your elect, especially with the most blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, with blessed Joseph, her spouse, with your blessed apostles and glorious martyrs, with St. Charles Borromeo, and with all the saints on whose constant intercession in your presence we rely for unfailing help. May this sacrifice of our reconciliation, we pray, O Lord, advance the peace and salvation of all the world. Be pleased to confirm in faith and charity your pilgrim church on earth, with your servant Francis our Pope and Declan our Bishop, and the order of bishops and all the clergy and the entire people you have gained for your own. Listen graciously to the prayers of this family whom you have summoned before you. In your compassion, O merciful Father, gather to yourself all your children scattered throughout the world. To our departed brothers and sisters and to all who are pleasing to you at their passing from this life, give kind admissions to your kingdom. There we hope to enjoy forever the fullness of your glory, through Christ our Lord, through whom you bestow on the world all that is good. Through him, with him, and in him, Savior's command and formed by divine teaching, we dare to say, 
Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our day, that by the help of your mercy we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress, as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Saviour, Jesus Christ. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory of the Lord, Lord Jesus Christ, you said to your apostles, I need you peace, my peace I give you. Look not on our sins, but on the faith of your Church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign for ever and ever. Amen. The peace of the Lord be with you always. And with your Behold the Lamb of God, behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word, and my soul shall be healed.
Let us pray. May the sacred mysteries of which we have partaken, O Lord, we pray, give us that determination which made St. Charles faithful in ministry and fervent in charity. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. And may Almighty God bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. The Mass is ended. Let us go in peace to love and to serve the Lord. Thanks be to God.